I'm Graham. I'm Hannah, and this is the Dear Student Podcast, where I rant to my dad about the problems students have. Where I listen, share my thoughts, and just try to keep up. Hi, I'm Hannah. And I'm Graham. And welcome to another episode of Dear Student Quarantine Edition. We're glad you're tuning in today. Hopefully you are safe and at home and in good spirits. This is a difficult time in the world, all around the world. People have been stuck in home, sheltering and at home for anywhere between 35 to 45 days at this point when this drops. And so that is a long time. And depending on where you're at, that could be very, very, very difficult. We know that some people are trapped with people they may not like. They might not get along well with. It can be very, very challenging. Or maybe you're alone and Mm -hmm. it's a very difficult time in your life. And so after many, many days alone, we just, I empathize. We have a full house here. So if you hear noises in the background, that's because there's lots of people and chaos in our home. (laughs) But we are finally all rigged up to podcasts from our home. And we're excited to do that. Can I start off with a bang? Sure. All right. I'm going to guide you. Close your eyes. Just listen, Dad. Close your eyes. And I'm going to read this Bible verse, and you can pretend that it's um, God speaking to you. I heard it on a podcast, this Bible verse, and it spoke to me. So I think it might speak to you, too. Um, Okay. I'll show up and take care of you as I promised and bring you back home. I know what I'm doing. I have it all planned out. Plans to take care of you, not abandon you. Plans to give you the future you hope for. When you call on me, when you come and pray to me, I'll listen. When you come looking for me, you'll find me. And that's Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, the message version. Oh, thanks so much. So starting yeah. off with a bang. Yeah. With a bang. There's lots of ways to look for and develop our inner uh, resilience, fortitude, our inner faith muscles through this time as we turn to God. In fact, I was on... Uh, a webinar with some research a research group called Barna a little while ago and interestingly enough nerd alert <laughs> nerd alert yes this is no, a little nerd alert moment like nerds, so. um, and in the bar in the Barna people so they basically do religious research uh, primarily well all around the world but primarily in America and they were saying that from their research there's two interesting things that I remember from the webinar the first is about three out of ten pastors believe that their church will not survive COVID. So three out of 10 pastors believe that their church will close down as a result of this. The second thing is that more people are watching church than were attending church. So Mm. the net number of people that they were surveying and keeping track of that were going to church uh, prior to COVID, well, just people, most of those churches went online and did online church, just like our church, many different churches. And it's interesting that the, the human heart is seeking out the spiritual in more numbers than prior to COVID. Mm -hmm. And so if that's you, I would just encourage you to continue to check out different online church services. One of the things I've appreciated, this is my wreck. So I love my local church. I love tuning in on Sunday mornings to Mm -hmm. my church. But, you know, since we can't travel, this has given me a fascinating opportunity to go on to church hop globally. And so, you know, different churches that I've always been curious about, you know, pastors or, or church leaders that I've listened mm-hmm. to on podcasts. Especially in places that you can't, like, attend because yeah. we don't live Yeah, I don't there. live in Australia, but there's a church called The Red Church with Mark Sayers, one of my favorite authors. Hey, yeah. I can check out that church service. I can also check out the Passion City Church in Atlanta with Louis Giglio, one of my, you know, favorite authors and speakers. Mm-hmm. And that's been really wonderful. And so 
I'm not going to Atlanta anytime soon. I'm not going to be traveling to Australia anytime soon. I really hey, hope you're not because you will. Yeah, well, there's no flights. The entire COVID. airline industry is ground to a halt in the last uh, few weeks. And so, you know, and there's a different questions that different churches are answering and, and digging into from the Bible. And so depending on your heart's cry and what's kind of in your mind and the, the questions you might have, I just that's my rec today for you. Is that this is a great time to check out things online. Uh, and I wanted to add on to that, like, um, we, we can talk about this, like, um, where is God in, like, the quarantine time, I think, is, like, an interesting topic to think about, because I think never before have we realized how, like, powerless we are, and how, like, little control we have, and it's very, it's, like, it's super comforting, but I think it also, um, it makes us wrestle a little bit, because, we're stuck at home, not stuck. We're safe at home. Safe at home, not stuck at home. Yep. We're safe at home and we are like, we're alone with our questions and our thoughts and things that we usually were busy, busy, busy just to like run away from them. I mean, we can still be quote unquote busy in this time by being busy watching Netflix because, you know, but I think it's interesting, like, where do we see God? And I think that's an interesting question for people to ask themselves, like, how have you um, felt held by God in this time? And how can you um, just, you just feel him there and feel like he's holding you in the crap? <laughs> yeah, I agree. And if, I think one of the things that I was thinking about when you're sharing that is that for some people, it's not, they're not at home either. They're in a location mm-hmm. that like it's in the place where they live, but they don't actually feel at home there. And so yes. we do take that for granted living in our home. We feel at home here. And we feel settled. But in the wherever you're at, whether you're at home or whether you're just living somewhere and you're just stuck there and you can't leave, we've been disrupted. Mm-hmm. There's a massive disruption going on. Our patterns, our, our ways of coping with life, our ways of experiencing life have changed. And so in that disruption, it is a, a unique opportunity to ponder things. Mm-hmm. The Internet is full of people trying to explain what is happening, why it's happening, what caused it. Uh, obviously, maybe it came from a bat. Then other people are talking about how God fits into what caused yeah, it. And I have stuff to add on that. Yeah, there is a lot of <laughs> theories. Um, I would encourage you, if you're on this and you're listening, that don't just read the first thing you read on the internet and think, I'm just going to entrust my life to that viewpoint. Yeah. It might be good to read widely, think about the different views, reflect on it, mm-hmm. sort of let it percolate in your mind a bit yeah. and your heart and reflect and seek out... Uh, some thoughts on it before you just sort of um, quickly jump to conclusions. I want to add something, okay. as always. <laughs> I wanted to say, like, I think we're trying so hard to control a situation that we can't control, and that's why the information is, like, literally flooding the internet. And I think we're trying to understand it and almost blame shift it onto different, especially different um, minority groups, different yeah, it's tragedy. the racism is horrible that is a it breaks tragedy. my heart the way that people who um don't have as much money don't have access to care in this time of corona and i think it makes us realize that it's hard to know it's like we don't know what caused it we have no idea where god fits in with this but we know that god will use it and we know that God knows what he's doing with it, even if we don't really understand. And he's sad and heartbroken by the fact that millions and millions of people are dying and, like, suffering, like, 
in a lifetime way from this. Yeah, and, and it is one of those difficult ways of suffering now because, you know, when people are dying, they're dying often without their families present. Mm-hmm. Families can't go and see their loved ones as they're passing away. Mm-hmm. It's a tragedy. I mean, New York City, especially they have the white coffins with all the different people who are homeless or they don't, it's unknown mm-hmm. who they belong to, what their ID is, and they're being passed away. There is the level of human uh, tragedy and trauma from mm-hmm. this is epic. Yeah. And, and I to wonder let that, to accept that yeah. is, uh, is a helpful thing. And I think, I don't think we're the, when we go back to, when we go to a new normal, cause I don't think we're ever going to go back to quote unquote normal because I almost don't want us to go back to normal because normal is what got us here. It's almost like God is calling us back to himself. And he's like, what are you doing? What you're just staring at the TV? What you're like running around like a chicken with a no? What are you doing? Like I can just imagine God being, like, what are you doing? Like come on, come on, come back! Mm-hmm. And we're just like little chickens, like stranded in the wind. And He's like, come on, come back to me. And so all the distractions are gone. And I think we're also, I'm just gonna keep going. Um, we're also like, um, I think we're all grieving in different ways. And I don't think we're gonna be able to fully process a new normal until we come to terms with the fact that we lost a lot. And there is a lot of grief that I don't think, like on different yeah. levels, even if you haven't lost someone, we yeah, still some of our lost. losses, first world problems, like your mom and I were going to go on a 20th anniversary trip. I got canceled. Mm-hmm. We were going to do a few other things. The family canceled. Everything seems to be canceled right now. Graduations for people. But you know what's not canceled? What's that? Love. Love. Joy. Peace. That's that's true. And Heart th- there's there's a lot of um, unique opportunity in this for people to reconnect with their families that maybe that they've been detached from mm-hmm. in different ways. There's light in it, but I think we also need to recognize that we're in dark. And if we're just like avoiding, avoiding, avoiding the fact that there is shadows to this, then we're never going to see the light. Yeah. And I know I was reading, I was reading that uh, like the crime rate in Toronto, for example, where where we we live near Toronto and uh, it went down by 40%, but that's just reported crime. And we also know in reality that because of, um, domestic violence and people being stuck at home in stress mm-hmm. modes. There's often all kinds of dark arts happening that are taking place right now. A lot of unspoken. And I would just suggest to you, to you as a listener to um, just be cognizant that there's people all around us that are living with different levels of pain and anguish and stress and mental health challenges that are epic. Now, I also, uh, when I was on that Barna webinar, they were also talking about, they were interviewing a person who... This is a pandemic. It's a global pandemic. But this person had experience with epidemics that are more localized. And they were saying that in their experience, what happens is when the epidemic ends and people's lives return to normal, that's actually when the major mental health crisis takes Mm. place because people come out of their homes. They've been afraid. They finally are allowed to come back out. And that's actually when they feel deep, deep tragedy in Mm. their life. Because we can't, it won't just go back to normal. And I think we have to accept that and know that we get to create a new normal. And I've been thinking about the idea of like creating a culture of heaven. We get to create a culture of heaven where everyone's accepted and we continually heal. I want to read a poem. You want to read a poem? Well, in true Hannah fashion. I feel like I read a poem every time. But this is someone, something um, someone shared with me and I thought it was super insightful. 
It's called um, And the People Stayed Home by a poet named Kitty O'Mara. I don't know who she is, but that's beside the points. Um, it says, And the people stayed home, and they read books, and listened, and rested, and exercised, and made art, and played games, and learned new ways of being, and were still. And they listened more deeply. Some meditated, some prayed, some danced, some met their shadows, and the people began to think differently. And the people healed. And, in the absence of people living in ignorant, dangerous, mindless, and heartless ways, the earth began to heal. And when the danger had passed and the people joined together again, they grieved their losses and made new choices and dreamed new images and created new ways to live and heal the earth fully as they had been healed. Wow, that's... Thank you. You're that welcome. reminds me, totally unprompted. That's it reminds good. me of a short story, which okay. I will tell in very condensed form. Yeah. This is a true story. Wait, 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 one second. Before you do that, um, I just want to encourage the listeners to think about that poem, yeah. process it, um, think about what it means to yeah, you. can pause, and rewind, listen to it again. Um, you can probably find it online somewhere, but I think. It reminds me of a short story yeah. that's okay, similar to that poem in a different way. So it's a made up story, but it's a short story from a few hundred years ago, actually. And the short story goes like this there was this party. Mm -hmm. very wealthy person and he has this party and he says to the party guests at his like you know big estate in Europe he says you know this is my rendition of it oh dear <laughs> just to be clear oh gosh I I will give someone millions and millions of dollars I would give my wealth of millions and millions of dollars if you are willing to be to live in one room in my castle kind of a state house and not leave that room for five years kind of like quarantine what and no please don't say like quarantine. So one of these, a young man a young years. man who was there he said wow that's a, what a deal i got my future i can give up five years of my future to do this and so he did dang he got in the house. He got in this guy's house, and they kind of lock him in, and they put like a guard outside or whatever, Why did they like do a that? servant of some sort that's sort of like watching and monitoring. That's now there was like a way that they could put some food underneath, and he could request books, and so he requested book after book and different types of foods, and he requested um, all these he's different like things. He's like in jail, sort of, but he did it but willingly. He's getting paid. That's weird. And now, interestingly enough, the. The man who was really wealthy, you know, he's he went through hard times with his businesses and his wealth starts to evaporate. So as the five years near completion, he gets a little bit anxious. He's like, oh, my goodness, Yikes. I don't have any money to pay this guy if he stays. So what am I going to do? Please well, hold your mic steady, please. So here is what happened. It's fascinating. The last week of time, he's very nervous. He's like, what will I do? What will I do? This is and a true story. This is famous I, literature. Oh, okay. uh, I'll, I hope I'll it's have not to Google true. it afterwards to remember who wrote it. It's a, one of the Russian uh, okay, keep going. Just keep going. Uh, writers. Just keep going. So the person who is uh, in the trapped in his um, castle kind of thing for the five years, he actually, right before the end of the five years, instead of waiting and on the last day, they're all nervous, he just walks out and he escapes and he leaves. What? I know. It's shocking. Later, he goes and meets the man. And the man's like, why did you not wait till the very last day and wait and complete your time in there so that I would have to pay you all the money that I promised in front of all my friends at the party? And he said, 
Oh, you gave me something much greater than money. Through, through reading, I went to worlds all around. I traveled the world by reading. I once had, I thought I was confined. You thought I was confined, but actually my mind was free. He also shared about how he read some of the New Testament during that time and That's began cool. to like experience some uh, spiritual and uh, emotional awakening in his life as he learned more about God. And he's like, I found inner freedom while you tried to trap me and trade my time for money, but you gave me freedom. And I found that freedom. And so I don't want your money. And that's how the story ended. Interesting. It's a very interesting story. has a little bit of relevance towards quarantine time. Yep. Just a little. Just it's a hard little to bit. connect that one. It's well, a little even, bit obvious well, how it might Even connect. all the like people um, like Martin Luther, Isaac Newton, they're all quarantined when all these things that we know. Like Isaac Newton, he discovered gravity when he was in quarantine. That doesn't mean that you need to go and... Gravity existed before yeah. then, but... No, no, he did discover it. Like, he realized yeah, like, it was I a understand. thing. Yeah, I understand. I'm just teasing. Yeah. Sorry, bad um, jokes. But um, I think he, that doesn't mean, like, we have to... We're in, a, like, a collective traumatic experience. Are you saying we don't have to have, like, performance anxiety? We don't need to have... We need to discover? Yeah, we don't need to go and discover, like, another element on the periodic table. But we can use this time to discover ourselves. Yeah, Bam! Learn. Ooh. Yeah. And learn and grow for ourselves. And so, wherever you're at, I just want you to know that we care about you. If you want to DM us a question, that means direct message. Yep, on at P2CS pods. I just checked. That's the handle of our Instagram. We will talk about it because we're just stuck in quarantine ourselves. Safe at home, but stuck in quarantine. And so we have some time to produce some episodes. And so we'd love to hear from you, hear your thoughts. Some random thing you like us to talk about. We specialize mm-hmm. in random conversations. That's one yeah. of our fortes, actually. And make sure that you... Are we wrapping up now? Yeah, let's okay. wrap it up. Um, make sure that you leave us a review and rating. And make sure you subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. Dear student. Did we give a rec today, actually? You gave a rec. I gave a Did rec. Did I give a rec? I don't no, know. Why I don't you give me another rec? Okay. What's another podcast you listen to since you... Oh, podcast. ...are a podcast um, person? Junkie. Um, person. My no podcast. Junkie, junkie has negative connotations no, for me. It has positive connotations. I think of drug dealers when I think of junkie. Uh, well, that's you need to change that in your brain. Okay. Uh, um, but um, a podcast I'd recommend to all the ladies out there, queens. Shout out. Anyway, but I have been listening to this podcast. Um, what's it called? Go and Tell Gals with Jess Connolly. She wrote a book called "You Are the Girl for the Job." Maybe you've read it, maybe you haven't, but super good book. I'm currently doing her devotional, Take It Too Far. You should look into her podcast and her stuff. Really good stuff. That's my rec. That's great. Wonderful. And I guess we can wrap it up now. Yeah, so Make we'd sure love to hear from you. We'd love get, to hear from you. Connect. We'd love to get a rating from you on the... And a review. On the iPhone... Um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you... We prefer high ratings, but you know what? We are happy with whatever you want to give us. Yep. We value we value honesty more than high ratings. Yep, it's your opinion, so it's valid. And... Um, Make sure you DM us any other topics you'd like us to discuss because we are in quarantine. We do have time when I'm not stuck in loads of schoolwork and you're doing work. But 
um yeah anyway thank you for listening we hope to see you in our next episode and happy quarantining don't forget to wash your hands